beautiful sisters, and welcome to the Beautiful Messy Show. This is your host, Pastor Heather Baxter. And on this podcast, you are going to learn a biblical truth to help you believe, behold, and become all God has for you in whatever season of life. And now on this podcast, we are entering into season 15. So what does that mean here over on The Beautiful Messy Show? Well, in HB Ministries, which The Beautiful Messy Show is bridged into HB Ministries, it is an international ministry that ministers to women all over the world, and we do a Bible study every single month. And we kind of get in this rhythm and routine together. Wednesdays, we always have a podcast podcast. So for this month, we are in a Bible study called Beauty for Ashes. And if you're watching me over on YouTube, you can see the workbook right here, beautiful workbook. And we are in week one. And if you're wanting that workbook, which is your journal, your personal place to take notes and just journal what God is teaching you. And you can follow along here in the ministries through my teaching on Monday. And of course, podcasts on Wednesday, and you have a beautiful page right inside of your journals to take today's podcast notes. Then we meet back on Fridays live on YouTube and we go over the entire week. So we are in beautiful, beautiful, beauty. We are in beauty for ashes for this season, which is season 15 here on the podcast. And we will have three episodes that will revolve around the topic of beauty for ashes. Every single week in our workbook, we have a new weekly theme. This week, our theme is all about having a torn heart. And so we talked a little bit on Monday, just about the mystery of suffering. Like, wow, what, you know, we just got to wrap our heart around the season of suffering. Now, I always say that every woman here watching or tuned in and listening, maybe you're on your way to work, maybe you're on a morning walk or a morning workout or wherever you may be, you are in a specific season. And if you're in that season of suffering, I promise you that the Beauty for Ashes uh episode and season is going to minister to you. It's almost going to be like a massage to your bones. And if you are not in this season, this also will minister to you because it's going to give you a word to help build up somebody's character, which you're going to see that in today's discussion. And so today, day three, we are specifically talking in our workbook about suffering hurts. And so I have a word for you today. I have a word that's going to come directly from Romans uh, chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. And what we are going to do today on the podcast is we are going to read Romans 5, 3 through 5 together. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about God's word. I'm going to break it down. So if you're listening, I pray that you receive the word. I pray that it again ministers and massages your mind, massages your heart. Maybe you're tired and weary that it massages you and that the anointing from God's word builds you up, builds you up to a place that you can believe something specific today that the Holy Spirit is showing you. And when he shows you something to believe, you have to behold that. That means you have to bring that in and own it. You have to own it, believe it, and walk on it. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for but not seen. And sometimes when we are in a season of suffering, we cannot see 
we cannot see the other side. It's like we want out. We think it's a bad dream. We want it to end. However, I want to show you that God has something for you in the word of God today for the specific season that you're in. So if you're saying, man, this hurts. I want this over. This is like a bad dream or this fight is terrible or this moment and this decision and this change and this curve in life does not feel good. What does the word say today in Beauty for Ashes Bible study? It says Romans 5, 3 through 5, it says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so you have a page in your notebook that is just beautiful. It's all written out right there with the verse all on it, and you can highlight and work around. Again, you have a podcast page in there, so if you're hearing something that I'm saying, then just you know maybe go back later if you're driving and jot some notes down. I am a big um, believer of note-taking. I just feel like it sticks more and massages more. Um, so in today's verse, you're going to see that this verse really is speaking um, to somebody that's in a very trying, pressuring um dislocated, discombobulated, confusing, like new normal uh, situation. And it's really hard to wrap your mind around it because suffering hurts. So you're being tried. But at the same time, I believe God's word is showing us in Romans 5 that we're being tested and proven. So I wrote three words down. I just jotted three words down and I put tried, tested, and proven because this verse to me says, man, we're going to have troubled times. We're going to have troubled times, but we also are going to have peace that God is going to minister peace by pouring out his comfort and his love supernaturally in a season that is really hurting really, really hurting. And when we studied on Monday and Tuesday, if you were here, if not, you can always go back to my playlist on YouTube and hit Beauty for Ashes Bible Study 2023. And we talked a lot the last two days about Job. And one thing I noticed today in the book of Job, remember Job came way, Job was way before the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Job was way before Moses even brought the law. Job was back in the day of Abraham where they circumcised to say, I want to be in covenant with God. I'm going to circumcise my heart and I'm going to circumcise myself so I am in right standing. I want to be blameless. I want to be proven right in your eyes, God. I love you. And so they had a way in which they related to God back a long time ago. Well, now as I'm reading Romans 5, I'm seeing that this is a brand new direction for us than where Job was. When he was going through his suffering, and remember, so much was taken from him all in one day, like boom, 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 boom. And the enemy really thought that he was going to curse God and say, you know what? Curse God and die. Like, I'm, I don't believe in you. And I believe we get in those situations in our life when things just do not make sense and we are so troubled that we have no sense of direction. But yet in Romans 5, there is a different purpose here. 
there's something shouting out to us. And that purpose in our suffering is to know that the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us, that is the whole reason that Christ went to the cross is because he was able to make things right with you, do an exchange with you, but also help you on this side of heaven where there was going to be sin, where there was going to be troubled times. And he knew that we were going to need to endure. We were going to need to persevere and we were going to need to grow stronger than the world around us. So God's plan was, listen, I'm going to pour out the Holy Spirit into their hearts. And so I want to show you right now three areas in the scripture in which the Holy Spirit wants to work and massage you wants to come in and massage a couple things. Now, when I was reading a couple other translations, because I love, love that in our new Bible study, uh, the workbook gives you two other translations to look up. So the first verse I just read to you was from NIV, New International Version. Now, the reason I like to listen or read other translations is because different words pop out, which expands my vision for God's word. So I went ahead and I opened up the message version and I jotted a few words down after just kind of looking at, you know, NIV, looking at it in the Bible, looking at the words that are down in paper in our notebook. And a few other words jumped out to me in the message. Words such as there's more to come. Statements such as passionate patience Ooh, passionate patience during suffering. Also, the message version said, stay alert to what God will do next. Stay alert. How often does the enemy want to get in there and cause confusion to our situation, get us to a place where we doubt our faith, doubt our relationship with God, doubt God entirely, and instead God's saying, stay alert, like stay alert to his schemes in this situation, and also stay alert, but be expectant. I love that the message version had expectancy in it. That word was like, "Mm, sometimes you just need to be expectant when you're suffering, expectancy in the hope, expectancy in what God is going to do through this hardship, through this distress, through this pressure, a pressure point. A pressure point. You know, whenever you're having a major migraine or something that is really going on, there's pressure points in your body where you'll be massaged. I believe that there are spiritual pressure points that the Holy Spirit wants to come in and massage so that you are more alert and expectant to what God's going to do and not what you see in the here and now. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, but not seen. We have to be careful not to look, look and focus too much on the distress and the pressure and the trouble. Now, of course, of course, we're human, we're human, and we are going to respond right away with our emotion. We're created to respond with our emotion. That's what our flesh is. We have senses. So we respond out of our emotion. However, God's word is showing us that God, we can't provide enough containers for God to pour out his love, his wisdom, and his perspective through the Holy Spirit in our life. And he wants to pour and fill us and pour and fill us so that we supernaturally, supernaturally can see, see with our spiritual eyes and expectantly, expectancy and alert, a hope 
a new vision in the midst of our suffering. And so this is only going to happen supernaturally. We don't have this ability. We do not have this ability. Now, we don't enjoy pain. Nobody enjoys pain. Wherever you're going right now where you're like, this is my distress, and you can name it. Name your pressure point. If you're driving, walking right now, just name it. You know where it's at. Maybe you have a few. The distress, the pressure, the trouble, what is that point? What is that pressure point right now that you just need, you know, when, you know, when the therapist comes in and will put pressure there, or if you're nauseated, you can put a pressure here and it eliminates that. Or even in the back of your ankle, it eliminates that. Also, if you're having uh, headaches here really bad, I know for me, if I go to the back of my neck and I just push real hard right there, it eliminates the pressure right here, you know? So we have pressure points. I also love getting reflexology done on my feet. I love it. I have a place I go to. And when they are done, I feel like, like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm walking on air, like I'm a whole new person. Well, the word of God and the Holy Spirit wants us to rejoice in expectancy and be alert in what God will do. And that feeling, that oh, that just relief from the tension is going to come from the ministering of the Holy Spirit. And that's why it is so, so important. God's love is never going to disappoint you. You just got to believe in that. Believe, behold, in order for you to become in that moment. Believe, behold. Not all suffering that we're experiencing is from your wrong choices. You have to understand that sometimes suffering is out of our control. Maybe your suffering's coming through the sin of another character in your life or through um, the sin of, our, uh, of physical health. You know, there is sin. Sin. Sin is in our bodies. Sin originates in the physical areas of our body. Sickness is sin. And sometimes that's out of our control. Think about how many people have been so healthy and they get some sort of cancer. We live in a world that is full of sin. This world that we are in, we are passing through. This is not our home. This is enemy territory. And I believe God knew that we are going to be walking the earth, walking through this stress, walking through. Think about it. Think of what we just got, you know, passed through in the last three years. The last three years, a pandemic, school shooting, things that are going on in the government, mass shooting, um, Think about the weather, the climate, uh, the loss. Think of the tornadoes and the hurricanes and the loss and the suffering that went on in Fort Myers Beach that's been going on through the wildfires in California. I mean, we can it. The train wrecks that are going on right now, things that are out of our control, things that we do not understand. Listen, the enemy understands. And the enemy has miniums. Minions, yes, minions. The enemy works through things. However, we have to stand today. We have to stand today and know, know that God has brought us here. We were created by him. Therefore, he has a will for us, no matter what it is in our suffering. He has a plan in this place, and we are going to be not lost from God's sight. 
We're going to stay in God's sight because he brought us to this time. He's brought us to this place. He's omnipotent, which means he's all around. He's all knowing, and we are going to trust him. We have to, we have to just look at our situation and go, wait a minute. I'm not going to get all crazy. I'm not going to get frustrated and, you know, anxiety and just, I've got to sit and I got to look at this verse. And I know that the Holy Spirit has been poured out into my heart and I have received the Holy Spirit by faith and I am going to stay expectant and alert. We have to know that. Another thing we have to know is that God will keep us here in his love and give us grace in the trial. So if God is going to keep us here in his love, because his love is poured out in us, his supernatural uh, power is poured us out in us through the Holy Spirit, then he is going to give us grace, which means he's going to give us a grace enough to bestow on maybe the other person that's creating the pressure point, maybe the other person that's creating the distress or the trouble. Grace, grace. Because I'm going to show you in a minute that God's doing something in your life and you may need to administer grace to the person that's causing the pressure because God is doing something in your life. God is trying to teach you something. And if God removes somebody from your life that has been allowing suffering and causing distress and causing pressure, maybe there's a reason God is renewing, but you need to be alert to what God is doing. And God's going to speak it in three specific ways in your life. And I'm going to show you that in a a minute. Another thing I want you to know that is when you are in a trial, when you are in a trial, there will be a blessing. There's a teaching. There's a lesson all the time. Whatever suffering you're going through, whatever pressure you're going through, there is a lesson. There is something to be learned. And let me tell you something. Someone is watching in your life. God's always placed people around you that are watching the lesson, and it's in God's time that he'll bring you out. Now, see, when we look at the story of Job, we kind of can get angry. Like, wow, God, what? why did you do that? Or what? why were you using Job to teach us? And you put him through all of that? You have to understand that God is always exercising from an eternal perspective. And we don't. We tend to look at the here and now, what we want, what we're hoping for, what we want to get out of. And a lot of times we're missing the point. We're missing the lesson. We're missing um, what God is going to use sin for. God is going to take everything in this world and it's still going to work out for his good. Still going to work out. He'll take everything that the enemy thinks he's messing up and he's still going to work it out. The thing is he needs his people. He needs his people that the Holy Spirit is poured into to have the right perspective so he can give you the lesson, but also watch all those that are watching you that are unbelievers. And that is going to be huge. That is going to be huge, especially in the, in the upcoming times here. The end is coming. The end is coming. So when I look at this verse, when I look at this verse and I think, what was Paul trying to teach us here? Paul was trying to help us respond to our suffering, but know that we can only respond through the supernatural, the ability in the supernatural only way, only way. And so look at this verse again, and there's three things that happen here, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Now it's not the glory where I'm talking your buddy to go dancing and enjoy a night. No, 
It's a supernatural glory. It's a supernatural peace. It's a supernatural joy knowing that God is at work. And so it says that perseverance, it produces perseverance. Perseverance in endurance means standing firm. The the supernatural um, ability, the supernatural from the Holy Spirit is going to help hold you up and bear you up in the suffering. Hold you up and bear you up in the suffering. It's going to give you that stand firm. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up in this pressure point. I'm not going to give up during this trouble. I'm not going to give up in this pain. I don't like it, but I'm not going to give up. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to hold up and I'm going to bear up in the difficult situation. That is enduring. And then it says that through that per, uh, perseverance, pervert, perseverance is producing character. So as the supernatural ability, the supernatural power of God working in you is helping you stand up at the same time, your character is being tested. Yeah, it's a test. When we lose something or we go through hardship, it's a test, but you're maturing in your faith. You're maturing in your faith, you're understanding God, and you're able to work according to God's will on this side of heaven before we are in in, in eternity forever, where things are perfect, no pain, no sickness, no tears, and everybody is reunited, no lying, everything is there. And then at the end, it says, listen, It says, and hope does not put us to shame, meaning hope is what you look forward to. What is your dreams? In the new me in 2023, we write down our dreams. We write down what could be or should be according to God's will. And we hope in that. We stand in that. And God gives us promises every single day in our Bible study. Promises that build us up. Promises that help us stand firm. Promises that teach us about how our character is being tested. Promises that will help us mature in our faith because in the end, it's our hope. Because things in this life are going to defer us, set us back, allow pain, bring difficult situations. But hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire, a desire for God, a desire to draw near to God, a desire to stay alert, a desire to expect God to show up in our life. That's what it's about. We need to look forward to something else besides what we're seeing in our situation. Amen. And so if you want some extra work, I'm going to throw out some in our book. It has a whole area here where we're doing Bible study and then we're digging deeper. And a few other cross-reference verses I love to give because I love to know that you're going to go dig later. Three cross-reference verses that go along with everything we learned today is Hebrews 12.1, James 1.2-4, and Romans 8.24. And I encourage you, sisters, to look up those three verses and watch what the Holy Spirit shows you. Watch how he opens up your mind and expands more to what he just shared today. What did God's word just share today? I think it's going to be amazing. And so please check those verses out and watch what God says. So if we dig deeper... After you listen today, in your in your Bible study workbook, it says, today I will surrender. What are you going to surrender? You know what I wrote? I'm going to surrender the distress in this situation, maybe the pressure over here or the trouble. What is it specifically that you are going to surrender? Also, how can I apply this to my life? How am I going to apply this scripture to my life today? 
We're going to rejoice in expectancy and be alert to what God will do. How are you going to do that? By showing up, showing up and doing the next verse for tomorrow and seeing what God is wanting you to be alert to. What does he want you to wake up to? What does he want your spirit to wake up to so you can stand firm? Amen. And then what does this teach me about God? What did this verse teach me about God? I put down that God's love, or God's love will never disappoint. Even in trouble and pressure, that God's love will never disappoint. And I want to believe that. I want to grow more mature in that. I want to feel that and touch that. I want to be massaged in that real love. That real love. That is the best love and the only love. And nobody can love us more than God. Not one person on this side of heaven. And I love that. Not all suffering, remember, is from your wrong choices. Some suffering, again, is from those around us. Some suffering is just from sin in the world. And we need to learn to adjust and respond to that. And so what this is teaching me about God is that God wants us to learn. God wants us to grow. God wants to produce and change our character into a spiritual formation, not from the physical perspective. He's spiritually constantly changing the formula inside of us so we see things from an eternal perspective. So I love that this is the beautiful, messy show. May you look at your mess and find the message today that'll bring a beautiful anointing and a beautiful massage over whatever that pressure point is, that that distress or that trouble. Thank you again, beautiful sister, for joining me today. I will see you again next week at the Beautiful Messy Show right here, and we are going to dive into another lesson that's going to help us see the beauty in our ashes. Blessings. Life is a winding road, no telling where it goes, driving through days and nights, won't stop for traffic lights. Falling down, I will keep on searching for my highs.